Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The people say, The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Yeah, we celebrate the resurrection of Christ this day. I want to unpack several things with us, I think, that are very appropriate for our time. And I have just been looking forward to this day and everything that it represents and all that we need reminding of. And we may not know it, but over the past year or so, we have been changed. All of us. Some of us have been very fortunate, and some have had a most difficult time. Our control has been proven to be an illusion, hasn't it? Most of what we have held onto as concrete has become fluid, and in some capacities, we are able to see others struggling and walking through unthinkable tragedies, whether it's financial tragedies or whether they have lost a loved one to COVID-19 complications or whether it's just the most heavy and darkest days of most of our lives from a collective sense. Today, I think we find ourselves in the right place, though. We have hope here. We Christ is risen. Our alleluias have now been resurrected. New life is growing. Allergens are in the air. So it is a time for us to awaken from our dark and deep slumber. In our traditions, the church, Easter Sunday is the beginning of an entire season of celebration. And we call it Eastertide, or the great 50 days of Easter. And it leads up to Pentecost Sunday, which is May 23rd this year. But today is the greatest feast in the church year. It's like the church's Super Bowl, if you will. Easter asks of a a total reprogramming or a reimagining of our way of thinking our hopes, and our expectations. I've been coaching baseball in the Franklin Baseball Club for about 13 seasons. And I always tell our players and our parents that practice is where it's at. By our intentional practice, the players develop their skills And they increase their baseball IQ, which is the knowledge of the game, knowing where the ball goes if it comes to them by any chance. 
And without practice, games are really rough. So what if we learned to practice resurrection? What would that look like? Our faith in the life of Jesus says that death is not the end. It is apparent that much of our world lives under the spell of death. When we live with a pre-resurrection worldview, it's like living in a two-dimensional world when it was truly created to be a three- or even four-dimensional world. With our pre-resurrection view, we allow politics and pandemics to divide our humanity, making enemies out of neighbors. I mean, seriously, look at us. Judging, lurking, fueling our contempt of one another because of our differences. It reeks of death and despair. And we need resurrection. And again, there's a difference between resuscitation and resurrection. Father Shemin said that Christ came to inaugurate new life, not a new religion. See, our Creator has written the promise of the resurrection in every bloom of springtime. This reminder that things that have died can be resurrected. The resurrection of Christ reveals that death and darkness, politics and pandemics, do not have the final say. It will never be too dark for the light of the risen Christ to reach us. This love will always transcend the weight and the pain of our humanity. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. Wendell Berry said that we demonstrate the power of God's redemption of the world in how we live and love. Practicing resurrection is following Jesus' call to love our neighbors and our enemies. And you may think, man, that's your job to say things like this. Perhaps. But it's on each of us to live it. If we claim to be disciples of Jesus. So what does practicing resurrection look like for us on a practical level? Perhaps one of these three things could prompt some action for us. One, what have we stopped that we need to begin again? Maybe through the pandemic, something forced us to alter the way we were living in our rhythms. Of course, we've all been affected by that. But what have we stopped that we do need to begin again? 
may this, maybe this means giving our permission to say yes to something. Perhaps just simply begin to live again. Two, what have we stopped that doesn't need to begin again? This may mean giving ourselves permission to say no. Perhaps to enable healthy margins so that we can say yes to the things we need. Thirdly, maybe loving our neighbor and enemies requires empathy and compassion. Seeing everyone as image bearers of our Creator. So maybe we need a resurrection of empathy. God, give us grace this day and from now on to live as Easter people. People with hopeful new life, bringing light and life to others because of the risen Christ. Andrew Peterson had some lyrics that deeply resonate during this time. And this is just a portion. Now we join with friends and neighbors to celebrate again around a different kind of table. We remember just the same. This feast is a battle that we wage against the night. This joy is just a shadow of the resurrection, of the resurrection life. Wherever you find yourself, may you have a sense of new life. Putting down things that don't need to become a part of your life again. And saying yes to those that do. And having a resurrection of empathy and compassion to our neighbors and to our enemies. May Christ be with us. May Christ be before us. May Christ be in us. Christ be over all. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.